Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com/fine. Visit IXL.com/fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's IXL.com/fine. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. The following podcast contains explicit language. Oh, hey, Brad. Hey, Dean. Do you ever wish we can talk directly to the listeners of By the Book? You mean tell them how we really feel? I sure do. Well, today is your lucky day. Don't tell me. Is this the Husbands Speak episode? Oh, you know it is. That's right. It's another By the Book bonus episode, your between seasons treat, and this episode is called The Husbands Speak. Today, we're answering letters from you, the listeners of By the Book, and joining us are our wives. I'm Jalenta Greenberg, the wife of Brad. And I'm Kristen Meinzer, the wife of Dean. We have a lot of questions, so should we get into it? Let's get to it, guys. Let's do it. Let's start off with this letter from Pedro. Pedro writes, one of the best things about your podcast are the interactions with your husbands. I admire Dean and Brad. They are awesome, inspiring, and cool. I like how patient they are with you and how they seem amazed by sometimes the smallest things. I would like to learn from them and be more like them. You thought most of your listeners were women. Think again. Wow. Wow, Pedro. That's a great letter. Wow. It is. Thank you for writing. Very flattering. Yeah. Yeah. So nice. You know what, Pedro? Actually, you are not the first man to write in to say that Brad and Dean are great role models. And so we really appreciate you writing in, but you are not the only one who's done that. Dean and Brad, are you surprised by that letter? I guess a little. Look, I don't think I'm doing anything particularly special. You inspire me, Dean. Well, obviously, I get up in the morning and my affirmation is, I'm going to be Brad. I want to be Brad. 
Now that you know your role models, are, are you going to do anything different? Like, yeah, I feel a lot of pressure now to yeah, be an upstanding of citizen. A lot of pr- every time I talk to my wife now, I have to think of Pedro. Yeah, and be like, Wait, don't, I can't weird? let him, I can't let Pedro down <laughs> in this exchange down. I'm having with my wife. <laughs> but, so yeah, thank you, Pedro. Yeah, but I'm not, I, I, but I can't think of something I do in particular that would be role modelish. You're just a great husband, honey. Oh, you're, and well. you're, oh, you're a great man? husband. <laughs> Both of you are great husbands. All right, should we move on to this yes. next question from Margo? Yes, Margo says, Brad and Dean, what was it like to go from being the way you were before the podcast to after? Like having moments and conversations recorded and published, like singing in the morning, mm. the haunting bathtub conversations, etc. <laughs> was there ever a debate on whether or not you would be featured in the podcast? Hmm. It has been uh, a trip to see you guys, A, just living by these books so religiously, and then... To all of a sudden, you'll you'll whip out your recorder or something, and we'll sort of talk about it. And I I am still in the moment, often working out how I feel about it. So it's it's pretty raw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would agree. There, there's definitely a surprising element uh, when we first talked about it, uh, and I said, "Sure, I'd you know gladly be part of this reality podcast situation." I had no idea what you were getting into. What I was getting into. I don't watch a lot of reality anything. And so mm. I don't think I really understood just how often there would be recording or how often would have to uh, react to stuff. And just like Brad, like I'm processing things as I'm reacting just like everybody does. And so sometimes I'm like, wait, that came out of my mouth? Yeah, but that's, that reaction is what's on <laughs> what? record as just like yeah. your actual opinion on this thing. That's the thing. Yeah. It's on record. Like, yeah. I don't but, And it's also funny just knowing that, like, I come home, I come home from work, I open the door, and, like, God knows what is going to be, like, the thing of the day that's in front there of you. There might be leak water. Like, all of a sudden, there's, like, tarot cards, like, splayed out, <laughs> like, all over the place. Or there's, like, a whole other way of arranging your house. Or there's, um, mm-hmm. you know, mantras written up on the chalkboard. I don't know if this is how you live, Dean, but oh, there's absolutely. mantras written up on a board. Vision boards. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's... Uh... Yeah, it is a surprise. Well, I have to ask, just following up on what Margot was asking, have you guys regretted anything that's ended up on oh, tape? Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what was the fight we were... Oh, about the blender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you. <laughs> uh, this is from... Wasn't that season one? Season one. Oh. Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Yeah. And oh. I was using my like smoothie blender that like you blend the smoothie oh, in the cup uh-huh. you drink it out of Brad and he was using garlic. garlic in it. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah, we've just had like moments that were very kind of specific to our relationship and our things and and you can it, it's funny when you can feel your real life blending into like these books and these you know experiences that you guys are, are and, having. And your guy friends would be like, dude, why were you such a dick when Jolie like wanted a smoothie cup? Yes. Just <laughs> listen to her. Like, like our friends will be like, Brad, what the fuck? And it'll be like months. It'll be six months after that argument, a year after that argument. <laughs> and honey, have you regretted anything? I, I don't think so. I, You know what? The bathtub scene did cause some trouble. There was a lot of claiming that that was not safe for work around my office. Oh, oh, oh you got so, some... You got some teasing I, in your office. I, I got a little of that. Yeah, a little <laughs> of that. That's so funny. And then at random, just NSF in the Dean. future, like last weekend, a friend of mine from the office came running up to me in the office. She's like, you were on my car radio. I'm like, wait, what? I don't, I don't, what are you talking about? She's like, oh, well, one of my friends was listening to the podcast and you were there and we were listening to you and oh, you were in the bath. <laughs> and she just stopped. And then uh. she was looking at me and remembering the scene. And then she went bright red and walked away. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't really think about Dean's coworkers, did we, no. when we published that I was that not piece. thinking about them no. when I was in yeah. the bathtub, no. Uh, next, we have a letter from Sydney. 
She says, I just want Brad and Dean to know that when I'm having a bad day, I listen to the KonMari tidying episode. <laughs> My day might be bad, but it comforts me to know it's not as bad as Brad just wanting to slice a damn strawberry or Dean wanting to use a sponge. <laughs> oh. I was going to say, when I'm having a good day, I try to bring myself down by listening to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I want to remember, like, just pure rage, I listen to that. <laughs> but Brad, you love KonMari now. No, yeah, I think I've taken that on more than you have mm-hmm. in like our life where I do that all the time. Um, I think it's inevitable that you guys end up living by these books and Dean and I end up taking some of these things on. Yeah, absolutely. So this kind of segues into the next question from Stephanie. Stephanie wants to know what has been the husband's favorite or alternatively least hated of the books this season. So we're going to move away from KonMari. In this most recent season, season two, do you have any favorite books or do you have other book suggestions that you could offer? Five Love Languages was easily like my favorite because it totally, I think just opened up my mind as to like how we, not just how we communicate with each other, but actually like just how we perceive the things that other people do to us. Like I did not understand that if I'm doing an act of service for Jolenta, that she sees that as love in a different way than when I, like, bring her home a gift. Like, she'd be like, I could could really use, you know, you doing some chores right now. And I'd be like, but I bought you flowers. And she'd be like, okay. like, and I didn't. I'm with Jolenta on that one. Yeah, I I did not realize realize that one thing actually looks like love to you in a way that some of these other things don't. It was, like, totally instructive, totally opened my eyes. I really liked it. And what about you, honey? I did love Kristen Minds are getting up in the mornings. Just what? The, the raw hatred that like poured off her first thing in the morning was a great way to Why start the day. Why would you like that, honey? I'm totally kidding. I'm oh, totally my God. That <laughs> was oh, really? the worst. But wait, are, are no. you, you're a morning person, too, right? I'm a morning person. Me, yeah. too. Right. And so I thought that like I really wanted that book to work. Mm-hmm. I wanted that book to work so much. And for both of you guys to become these morning people, no. these no. go-getters, that's, these level 10 sort of women. <laughs> what? Did you just this. say that? You'll have. <laughs> Hell. He's trolling us. He's trolling us. Oh my god! This is how, I just know how to. <laughs> yeah, welcome to it. my marriage. No. <laughs> Do you want to say a book that you actually did like? Oh yeah. I don't know if you. So like... I kind of liked the Higa book. That was that was a surprise to me. That was a really pleasant surprise. But to isn't me. that just like living with me all the time? Pretty much. Um, which Christmas is why, may, maybe explosion. maybe that was why, That's why I liked you're, it. So you're drawn much. to it, obviously, um, and and it was so natural for you, and it fit really well. I had never really thought about like the structure of what Higa meant or anything mm-hmm. like that. Gave some language to many of the things that I like to do as well, which was kind of good. I really liked Higa too, and actually, and like Kamari, I think it's something that I ended up like. I, I still live with it. Like I still have my um, what's my nook? What's the nook called? Your Huga Krog? My Huga Krog. <laughs> I, I feel like I have like made that part of my day. I like nice. so so I I really like that one too. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Uh, the love languages, I, I agree with you, Brad. That was really good. It gave um a structure to some conversations that I, I didn't have before. And that was pretty neat. At the risk of being like a Neanderthal, like I'm like, I didn't even know some of these things. And it's like <laughs> dog, like oh, Fred, come on. But it was helpful. Lindsay has a great question. Lindsay says Brad and Dean, have you learned anything completely new about your spouses through this process? Do you think your relationships are better as a result? Hmm. Yeah, I think I've learned a lot through some of this. Uh, I'm going to come back to the love languages again. Mm -hmm. I think that definitely put some language around things that I had either been 
not aware of or not thinking about, but it gave me a way to talk about them. I think that was definitely, I learned a lot about Kristen and, uh, and how she loves, which Aww. is good. Are, I mean, not that I wasn't you, bad at it. I just, are you touching <laughs> Kristen a little less or like at strategic times now? No, it's just constant. Pretty no. much okay. All okay. The time. I'm touching her right now. No, you. I can see you. You're lying. Yeah, but she's thinking about me touching her. Now. Oh my god, oh, Dean! This is uncomfortable. No, you're cool. You're never going to want to It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Reassuringly on the shoulder. Reassuringly on the shoulder. What were you guys thinking about? <laughs> This is this table that we're sitting at is like bathtub shaped. It's making me yeah, it's oh, true. Oh, it's it true. Is. Wait, wait. Let's just get back to the, the um, back to the question. Back to the learning question. something new. So one thing that I feel like I've been learning sort of throughout this season with you, Jolenta, is your ADHD diagnosis and like how you've been living with it. And it's been um it's been so interesting and inspiring to see you learn about it and to talk about it and to deal with it and even use some of these books in your life to kind of like make new connections. And so I've been learning that's just sort of like an overall thing, but that that was happening in like real time as you were living some of these books. And so I feel like I know you better because of some of, you know, this work that you guys have been doing. Oh, that's nice. a sweet thing. I mean, I don't, if it weren't for this show, I don't think I would have looked at myself and my brain and my habits enough to like ever get diagnosed to ever like be like something else is going on too wow so i do i really do think that this show helped me like get some stuff sorted out wow i can't believe this show is actually changing lives wow for real i mean yeah. at least mine and like honestly that was my whole point of doing it like <laughs> i'm so happy <laughs> get my shit together i'm so happy thanks so yeah good. i'm getting a little emotional now i don't <laughs> like this well it's about to get more emotional because listen to this question from patricia patricia says hi I love the podcast. Just a quick idea. I've been reading the R1 Fight series in Slate, where couples explain the one fight they have over and over and over again for years. And I'm wondering if there's one thing you always fight about with your spouses. Thank you. Hmm. What do we always fight about? Do we fight about money a little bit? Not really. We had a tough year with money, and we, we had a we had Yeah, a few, we did have a tough we had year a lot with of money. Tough, we had a tough year with money, and we had a lot of tough money conversations, and those were like, they were almost fights sometimes. Yeah. Like, we're lovers, the... not fighters. Oh, we fight all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's where I'm at. Well, you guys are the fiery <laughs> couple on the show. I mean, oh, people... oh, we're the fiery ones, Brad. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, some people have written in and said that, like, oh, Jolenta and Brad are fiery. And, they write. And, and you write. Dean and Kristen, they're a different kind of couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, we're called the immature and secure kind. I was going to say, we're just, and... we're just insecure yeah. people. <laughs> Whereas, like, you guys, think... you guys what? are grown-ups. <laughs> Yeah, that's so. what we think. Uh, I don't think so. I think you guys are fiery. We fight about past relationships. We'll fight about chores. We'll fight about like what we mean. To, like it's a lot of like you said this in a tone that like wasn't respectful of me, and the other person will be like, "I'm not saying it in any tone," and the other person will be like, "You are now." Like it's a lot of that. <laughs> We're really good at escalating nothing into something real fast. So like love languages have been good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> love languages. Like quiet language. That yeah. is good. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I thought you were going to talk about the dog. Oh, right. I would say, Brad, our biggest fight is about the dog and enforcing rules. Because the dog needs very strict rules and boundaries because he's an insane little dog. But he's so cute. But he's so cute <laughs> and he's not allowed in the bed. But, oh, Brad needs to have a two-hour nap today and look who's in the bed with him the whole time. Brad gets selfish and, <sighs> and derails the dog training no, no, to, like, just, make just him be I, naughty. I See, Jolenta, you out. and I are exactly the same this way because yeah? I am much more the tough love person and, yeah. the, and boundaries, boundaries and rules. so on. and. 
Dean is much more that. Oh, but hugga. I let us Yeah, but cuddles. Yeah, little guy wants to cuddle. What are yeah. you gonna do? Totally. Tell him no. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah right. you have to tell him no exactly. all the time. He's... Otherwise, he thinks he runs the show, and then he marks that one spot in the bedroom all the time. Nah, I think he just wants to be <laughs> friends. <laughs> Brad and Dean just need to move guy. in together and have a dog. Have a, and they'll have a, have a, yeah, oh, a dog that pees everywhere. And then Joe Lenta and I can have a well-behaved dog. Yeah, we'll have a dog that's trained and sleeps in its own bed and like lets itself out. Oh, he's gonna like. Like, Absolutely. You know, and he's going to be like obsessed with like, will I get into the right college because my mom is exactly. so Exactly. He's going to raise a very insecure And your dog's dog. going to be like, I'm taking a 20-year gap year. And like, oh, did you know there's good surfing in Australia? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to eat my own Australia. poop. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. It's yeah. all going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's take a complete turn here with a question from Stella. What were Dean and Brad's high school experiences like? Um... Well, I grew up in a small university town on the bottom of the planet, uh, in a small-ish high school. I was a Dungeons and Dragons guy and a computer nerd, and like, you know, if there was an AV club, I probably would have been in it. That was just, you know, like, you guys have all seen that movie. I was that guy. Uh, Other weirdness, it was an all-boys high school. Oh, hey. I played every sport and sucked at all of them. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I was I was somebody who was very much like a, a, I, I flitted about from, the, you know, I was uh, in the drama club. I was on sports teams. I was like in like nerdy classes. I was I was I was a bit of a dweeb, but a very friendly dweeb. Mm. Hmm. I think you guys are both alike. In that way. Yeah, that's yeah, I wouldn't that's be surprised. Yeah, Joel, you, super Jolenta, social dweebs is what it seems. Yeah, like. yeah. pretty much. Jolenta I and I would have hated each other in high school. Oh, I would have. I oh, I would have yeah. called Brad a friend collector in high school. She, and she was like Ooh. a bad girl. Well, yeah, I say I hated school. Barely went. Lived to like get drunk and go to clubs on the weekend. Me and you too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, this would not right. have worked I was not school. in school. Yeah, in high school, Brad would have thought and, I was yeah. a fuck up and I would have thought he was like the biggest tool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was. I love you, honey. I don't really think high. Dean and I ever would have talked to each other in high school. Yeah, I, mean, I would have just had nothing so. to do. Wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Just yeah. don't think it would have happened. Yeah. Just it doesn't matter what kind of a guy you were, I wouldn't have talked to you. Well, Brad, I wouldn't have talked to you in high school, and uh, I'm not going to talk to you during this break we're about to have. Fair. So uh, we'll be right back after this break with questions that are more specific to each husband. Stay tuned. Do you ever find yourself wading through your newsfeed on Facebook or Twitter Wishing you could just call someone up and ask, what do I really need to pay attention to here? Well, what if you could? I'm Mary Harris, the host of What Next, Slate's new daily news podcast. And every weekday morning, I'm going to be on call for you, taking you inside one story, going deep behind the headlines. What Next is news you're not going to get just scrolling through your phone. To listen, subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. And we're back with the By the Book Husband Speak episode for season two. And we're back with our very special guests, Brad and Dean. So we have some specific questions for each husband now from our listeners. And let's start out with this comment for Dean. Kushla from New Zealand writes, Please say hi to Dean for me. As a fellow Dunedinite, hearing him prompted me to finally write in, although I'm embarrassed to say that up until today, I thought you were Australian. Sorry, oh, Dean. No. 
It must be because you've been in America too long. It's warped your beautiful New Zealand oh, New Zealand accent. It hurts so much, Kushla. It's not fair. It's not fair. You find that to be like the most offensive thing in the world, don't I, you? When I, people I really do. think you're Australian. It's not just like a stereotype I saw on Flight of the Concords like the nope. other way. Like, it really is. Very, it hurts that bad. Very much a thing. Okay, but this might make you feel better, hon. Okay. Lisa writes, Hi, Dean. I am a fellow Kiwi. My son is about to move to Wisconsin to attend grad school. Do you have any advice for a young Kiwi moving to the U.S.? What do you know now that you wish you'd known when you first moved to the U.S.? So wow. asking for advice, that's a good that thing. A does good that make question. you feel better? It does. I mean, that, I mean, wow, I am kind of honored to be asked to provide this kind of advice. Um, I think Wisconsin is a good choice because Kiwis typically are pretty polite and the Midwest is a place where you need to be polite. If the gentleman in question was moving to New York, I would say toughen up. Buckle up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Stop saying hello to everybody. Stop saying excuse <laughs> me. Stop saying thank you and you're welcome. Just like, yeah, seriously, it's a different thing. But Wisconsin, I think that, that you know, that'll fit pretty well. Um, I was really surprised by how much everything costs. Oh, my gosh. Everything costs a lot of money. And then accents can be weird. A lot of people in the middle of the country struggle with like hearing some of the words that I use, You're and I have to go over and over again. Are you serious? Like, yeah, accents. people will just say like, "I can't understand you." Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, my craziest story about this is um, I'm in a mattress store. Nice. In uh, Virginia at the time, I'm in a mattress store, and I would like to buy a bed. And the guy, <laughs> I want to buy a bed, and the guy has a beard. Yes. And he spends. 10 minutes, like, yelling at me that I can't buy his beard. Does anybody listening understand like, the difference between these two words that Dean just said? Wait, wait, wait just say we them, have to say them back to buy back. a what? At a no, mattress store? Don't make store? Bed, beard, beard, wait, wait, beard. No, no hand motions, just say them back to back. <laughs> no hand motions. But I would tell you, no. Uh, um, beard and beard. No, okay, Dean. That's, what? Those sound the fucking same, they dude. Do not. They do not. I've got the headphones on. I can hear Look it. Look at Cameron. Even Cameron's cracking up. I can't see Wait, say them reversed. <laughs> beard and beard. I mean, I almost hear a hint of more. I hear more R coloring in ours. in yeah. one of them. So After I'm assuming that's what you're going for. yelling at me, you could have worked it out. I'm in a store where all you can buy is beds. Okay, but... Backtrack for a think second. I was to Just a second. Beard. You were saying people in the Midwest don't understand accents. Virginia, by the way, honey, is, is not actually is a no, no, I understand. The guy in question was from the, the Midwest because he. And had I a, feel like he probably has some like in laws from the Midwest yeah. he might be referring to. Mm. Um, the, anyway, excuse me. Back to, <laughs> back to the question. Another piece of advice uh, to the young gentleman moving to the States is don't assume you know how to do anything. Um, <laughs> crazy story about move. the first time I moved in the U.S. In New Zealand, what you would do is you would go down to the local petrol station and you'd rent a trailer and you'd call four of your mates and you'd load it up with all your stuff and then you'd tow it behind your car to the next apartment and stuff. And um, that's not how you move here. That's not no, how you not. move here. You might rent a U-Haul. You might get a company to do that for you. And I had had another friend who had come from New Zealand when I was there who went way out of his way to get a tow hitch put on his car and try and find a place he could rent a trailer and invite his friends over to move his stuff. And it took forever. It was incredibly complicated. And he just wanted to do it the Kiwi way. And you've got to let go of a bunch of that stuff when you move to a new country. And you've got to say, like, how does it work here? Don't be afraid to ask those questions. Like, hey, I'm moving apartments. Anybody got any advice for me? People are likely to tell you. One last thing, hon, you didn't mention here. 
if you're a young man coming to the States, play up that accent with the ladies. Well, that goes without saying. That accent accent is going to go a long way in Wisconsin and all over. Once they figure out what you're saying, they're going to be all over your beard. Your beard? Your beard or your beard? Your beard? Oh, that's so good. Sounding Australian, you two. Oh, my gosh. All right. I've had enough of Dean, though. Okay? Kate has this question for Brad. We've heard Kristen and Jolenta say fuck a lot. We've heard Dean say what the fudge and douche nozzle. Brad, what kind of curse words do you use? Fewer. Yeah. (laughs) Do you ever swear? Actually, I don't feel like you swear very much. I swear sometimes, but... He thinks about his words... More than I would. You know what I like say? to do, though, is I do use invectives towards people. I get angry. And so sometimes I'll just boo people. <laughs> like, in a, <laughs> like the other day I was biking. The other day I was biking down my street in Brooklyn. And a guy just tossed a coffee cup on the ground. Oh, and as I'm biking worst. past him, I just go, boo! <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he noticed. <laughs> It has an impact. I'll say I that. Love it. I love I that love you that. did that. I love so, that. It works just as well, I think. Ay, ay, ay. All right. You ready for another question? Amy says, Brad, Jolenta is clearly a connoisseur of reality TV. Do you like reality TV? What shows do you like to watch? Looking for recommendations. <sighs> Jolenta is definitely a connoisseur of reality TV. Uh, it's on in our house all of the time. And we have at this point like a two screen system. We got the TV, we have the laptop. Somebody is watching something on one. Hold because... on, can I ask? Does one of you have headphones on? Well, mm-hmm. usually one of us is watching a reality show, and one of us is is watching sports quietly on an iPad. One person doesn't watch with the sound <laughs> on ever. Is what she's trying to say, and the other person has to hear housewives yell at each other. So, so she has the sound on. Oh, hold on! This is where you watch your huga crocket, whatever. Your... I'll go to my huga crog. Oh, he'll, yes. he'll go sport. in the other room in his huga crog and watch things on his iPad. I don't yeah. know. I, I, what I've always had an issue with are reality shows like Housewives or like you know any of these shows where it's essentially just a scripted show. Like it is producers telling these. People like now we want you to do this. Now we're going to have you like call a friend and say, "I think we should get dinner." Like that's not what they're doing in their regular right. lives. Like it's for the show. I love uh, competition shows. I d- uh, here's a plug. By the way, Brett, you know you star in a reality show, right? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Just a second. It's much less scripted to me, though. You guys are actually doing. Well, and Cameron stuff. doesn't tell us what to do. He doesn't yes. go, go yeah. get a cup of coffee. That's now. true. That's true. Yeah. One plug I will make is uh, I like a lot of baking shows. Nailed it on Netflix. Just came out. Oh That's really good. That's, That's a reality fun. show. It's, it's really fun. It is. So no. So I like reality. He things. likes just, mindless stuff. Just his own version. Yeah, my own trash. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is circling back to you in high school, honey. Rob wants to know. I'd like to hear more about Dean's D and D gaming, as referenced in the tarot card episode. I listen with my significant other, and we often discuss the gender perspectives. Perhaps unsurprisingly, I often empathize with the guys. So apparently part of his empathy is his interest in your D&D life. Huh. Are you active? It's been a long time since I've played Dungeons & Dragons. Although we do have a bunch of friends who love playing games, and there's been much talk of trying to get a D&D circle together and uh, maybe playing the new version of the rules. Um, I-, I played for many years in New Zealand, though, probably... 
six or seven years as both player and dungeon master. Do um, you wear robes? I do not wear robes. That's LARPing. And I no. know it's LARPing, but sometimes <laughs> there's a robe or a cloak. No, no. There was no robes or cloaks, and I was never crazy enough to paint my own miniatures. However, I did spend a long time looking at art stores for huge bits of grid paper and then designing dungeons and like castles and whatnot for my mates and I to like play adventures out in. Um, which was, was that as Dungeon fun. Master you would do that? Yeah, yeah. When I was Dungeon Mastering, I would do I would absolutely love building the story and all of the traps and tricks and riddles and puzzles and maps and all that kind of stuff. I loved that stuff. Is that a lot of work to play Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. There's a point where like you with your friends get immersed in one of your friend's psyches who's built a whole adventure. Like think about like writing a book, coming up with the setting, the characters, what's going to happen, and then leading your friends through this book as they they sort of experience your imagination. So the, it's, the uh, dungeon very master is a lot like Jigsaw in the Saw movies. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. I love that you just did that, Joe. She just brought it. I right haven't understood there. a thing that's been right. said in the last. Yeah, five Brad does. <laughs> Brad also hates my love of horror movies because he's genuinely afraid of them. So he also doesn't know what I'm referencing. <laughs> <laughs> Although one time I showed Brad the Babadook and I'd never seen him more scared. I like I was just gonna like walk the streets for the rest of the night because I was too afraid to like lie <laughs> in our bed. We were in a bed and like like the wind blew the window and it made like the teeniest noise and Brad jumped like three feet out of the air. Like I've oh. never seen I know this is very off topic anyway. But you do have to see a horror movie that was unbelievably good last year. What what? Get out. Oh, I saw Get Out. Oh good. I so you Get can out. see some horror movies. Oh, yeah, Did yeah. it scare you? I, Yes. <laughs> like and I, I appreciated the, 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 the funniness and the thinkingness, but like I was jumping much more than the people next to me. He's, Everyone else was just laughing. He's a jumpy guy. I scream too. And I also, during horror movies, as Dean knows this, I chew on my hands. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Brad does that too. Mm-hmm. Oh, you do? Yeah. Just like the meaty part near your thumb? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you did he that? Totally, I've I never totally seen chew on my hands. hands. So it's weird. That's weird. Thank you. Guys, you. Are, guys are weird. Don't tell anyone no. I do. I didn't know other people did no, that. No, it says Dean, the one who like eats his cuticles off of his Oh, leg. Brad also I does that. I only do that when I'm hungry. You guys, my mom has given my mom has given Brad good advice when it comes to picking off skin and eating it, which is everyone knows you just just chew it for the texture and spit it out. Don't <laughs> swallow it. Words to live by. Suzanne Greenberg, okay. thank you. Thank you. And I think that's a good That's a good way to, to end this end show. This show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you, Suzanne. <laughs> I guess that's it for our bonus episode of By the Book. Huge thank you to America's favorite husbands, Brad and Dean for joining us and thank you to all of our listeners who wrote in with such great questions. Reminder, you can always reach us at 505-510-BOOK or write to us at bythebook at panoply.fm or you can write to us on Twitter at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer or at bythebookpod. Don't forget to also check out our Facebook community where you can talk to other listeners, share stories of following self-help books and just share pictures of animals dressed in clothes. We could not do this show without the great Cameron Drews. Cameron Drews, we love you. He's Yay, our producer. Cameron. He's the best. And our managing producer, Mia Lobel. Thanks also to Andy Bowers at Panoply. Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Dean. And I'm Brad. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 <laughs> oh, hey, Brad. 
Yes, Dean. <laughs> Do you ever... oh, and then stop I'm it. so You're sorry. You're out of control. <laughs> just... Here, I'm sorry, you too. It's just your husband. Uh, it's just me. Please no, your do not stop laughing. No, he's silently encouraging Dean, but that's on <laughs> Dean's. That's because we're playing footsies. <laughs> Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA.